Hi, I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. We are so happy to welcome Lisa McComsey today to our program. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, she is the co-author of two cookbooks. We're actually interviewing you about your second cookbook, The Segan Eating, and I'm so excited about diving into this and hearing about your journey a little bit more. And this term that I, I kind of feel like you've coined, I, I maybe you've trademarked it? <laughs> um, but Yeah, maybe, maybe you could do that. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Lisa before we start um, asking questions. Lisa's a writer, she's a marketing consultant, and a public speaker. She's an award-winning copywriter. She's worked on the staff and freelance copywriting also for Vogue, People, Life, Real Simple, Vanity Fair, Bon Appetit, GQ, House and Garden, Brides, The New York Times, Every Day with Rachel Ray, and the Dr. Oz, The Good Life. So you have been around, my friend. <laughs> yeah, also around. a Laura magazine and um, does an outstanding job um, with writing. And so you connected with your co-author, Amy, in one of these. Amy and I worked together at People Magazine okay. a long time ago. We were neighbors. She was like the welcome wagon. She came into my office and she warmly welcomed me and we started running together. and. Thus began a long and wonderful friendship. And you guys were both foodies as well. I was, yes, but she was the cook part of the foodie, and I was the eat part. Of the foodie. <laughs> this makes for a very good relationship. That's right. <laughs> nice, I love that. So um, this is your second cookbook, and the first one was the vegan cheat sheet, and this one is called Segan Eating. Tell us about this. Segan Eating. Uh, subtitled The Lore of the Healthy, Sustainable Seafood Plus Vegan Diet, was born after several years of going vegan. Amy inspired me to go vegan mm -hmm. about nine years ago. She and her husband tried it in an attempt to lower his sky high and genetically high cholesterol. And after being on medication for about 20 years, mm -hmm. they decided it was time to get off. He hated the side effects of statins Good. that are yeah. very well known. And somebody suggested you trying the vegan diet. So they read a couple of books and they decided to give it a try. And lo and behold, he hasn't been on medications in I think 15 years. Mm -hmm. So so this worked really well for him. Worked really well for him. I was about to enter a get fit competition with my family and I really wanted to win the $300 jackpot. <laughs> so that was my motivation, a little bit greedier, but I thought, you know, I'll try going vegan for a month. I'm sure I'll hate it and I'll go off. Were you but a full, full meat eater before that? I had sworn off red meat when I was in college, okay. but I ate poultry, eggs, mm -hmm. dairy, and a lot of ice cream. <laughs> That's its own category. That's its own category. Which we're yes. going to get to because you have a couple of amazing recipes in this book. Yes. With handmade ice cream. So after you. several years of being very happy vegans, we, we started doing a little research and we realized we were missing out on a very important nutrient in the form of omega-3 fatty acids. You can get a type of omega-3s from plant-based food, most 
famously flax seeds, mm -hmm. but it's not the same type or as high quality of omega-3 that you get from fish. So we started cheating here and there. And the vegan police are alive and well because people <laughs> would literally point their finger at me if they found me with fish on my plate and uh, tell me that that was not vegan. Next snap to the restaurant. <laughs> what is she doing? Yes, it was. Amy got caught with a two and a half pound lobster in her hands. Oh, no. Her so called friends took out their phones and tried to snap oh. pictures of her to put on uh, social media. But. Um, but anyway, we felt it was time to come out of the closet. And once we started telling people, yeah, we have added fish to an otherwise vegan diet, the response was so positive that we decided to, to write a book about it. Mm. And I just want to clarify that the book is more than just a cookbook. There are yes. almost 70 of Amy's amazing decadent recipes, but it has a lot of tips on how to go about being vegan because what we learned was there are a lot of fish you should not eat for various reasons. Right. They're on the verge of extinction because they're so overfished. The capture methods damage the environment. And of course, many fish are really high in mercury and contaminants. So we really support a, a, a diet that includes sustainably caught healthy fish. Right. Love it. We we subscribe to that very much. So we were so excited about hearing, I mean, because you are the research behind it mm -hmm. and your co-author was the chef yes. behind the recipes. So you did a lot of research, I know, in putting and Let's just book. say that she had the more fun of the job. <laughs> <laughs> she had to eat and prepare and taste and prepare and taste and prepare and taste. <laughs> I love to research, so it wasn't, it wasn't awful for me by any means. I enjoyed it. And I discovered some very sad things for myself, which is some of my favorite fish I no longer eat, right? Because it's just on the do not eat list. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to name just a couple, like your top one or two? Sure. Well, fortunately, one of my favorite fish is salmon. Mm -hmm. And the, the good catch is wild caught Alaskan or Pacific salmon. The bad catch is Atlantic salmon, right. which is on the verge of extinction. Mm -hmm. So anything labeled Atlantic salmon was farmed. Right. And the farming conditions are horrendous. Right. And not only that, but a fish that doesn't live in the wild doesn't get the same nutrients. That's right. And therefore is not as healthy either. So if you go into the store, oh, Atlantic salmon, it looks just as pink as the wild caught. They fed it pellets dyed pink and that yeah. gives them their beautiful color of food that and food that they wouldn't eat normally right chicken feed feed soy, soy too, right yeah, yeah. gmo soy gmo soy. yes yeah yes another one of my favorite fish is chilean sea bass mm -hmm. and that's on the do not yep. eat list right yep. sadly yeah that has been terribly overfished and just as someone who's in marketing i find Chilean sea bass to be a very interesting case of great marketing because the fish is actually called the Patagonian toothfish. That's right. And it is ugly as sin. Now, who wants to eat a fish called Patagonian toothfish? <laughs> Nobody. But you relabel it Chilean sea yeah. bass and all of a sudden it sounds very It sounds luxurious. exotic. It's not exotic, exotic right. exactly. But it's not even a sea bass. My husband, who's a fisherman, made that very clear. When we first started coming across it, he said, that's not even a sea bass. So, yeah, marketing. It's, it's marketing. <laughs> yes. Right. yes. And a general rule 
in terms of contamination is the larger the fish, the more contaminated it is. Mm -hmm. So the small fish like sardines and anchovies and herring are very, very good for you and they're high in omega-3s. I know they're not on everyone's top list, right? but I literally forced Amy to come up with a recipe for sardines. She kicked and screamed. <laughs> she said, no way. But she developed a smoked salmon dip that is one of her favorite recipes in the book. It's really delicious. Nice. Yeah. And don't we have a frittata in our book we that, do. You, that you came up with, yes, Debbie, right? sardines. I was looking. Oh, really? Yes, because I absolutely wanted to have a recipe with sardines in them because it, it for all the reasons mm -hmm. you're saying. And so um, I did. I came up with a sardine frittata recipe that's so delicious. I was skeptical, too. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it. <laughs> but it's so good. So... So you got this taste when you were on this taste for vegan food, when you were on an adventure teaching in Costa Rica? Tell yes, us about that story. I, I took a, after about 12 years of living in New York and working in corporate America, I needed a break. And I thought initially I wanted to move to California, but then I figured I'll just be getting another corporate job in a more beautiful place. <laughs> so something I'd always wanted to do all my life was to go abroad on a volunteer opportunity. And I found this organization that, uh, unlike the Peace Corps, allows you to choose where you can live. So I did um, a year and a half in Costa Rica teaching students English. Uh, young young students, and then I did almost a year in Baja, Mexico, teaching fishermen, so adults. And of course, there are lots and lots and lots of rice and beans in those countries, so that became one of my favorite foods. Set me up for the vegan life. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. I'm totally shifting the subject on you, but I'm going to throw it at you because we did a two-hour bike ride this morning, mm -hmm. right, together. How do you fuel yourself for all these marathons that you've done? Did you do these? Because I read that 25 marathons, right? Yes. Wow. How many of those were did you do when you were vegan? I think five. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. I think I did five what I call plant-powered marathons. <laughs> I like that. And did you feel different? Did you, what, what was your experience? Can you name it or maybe not? Maybe you can't name it at all and you don't have to, but was it different for what, you? When I went vegan, people ask me this all the time, how, how did you feel? And the word that comes to mind is clean. I felt like my system was cleansed and I felt really energized. I felt great. And I get the same question now that I eat fish. And just to clarify, I only eat fish a couple times a week, two to three times a mm -hmm. week. And that's what the American Heart Association recommends. And I, I, I feel great. You still feel as clean. A, I do. <laughs> yes. So, so many vegans, um, I'm just going to call it out, are junk food vegans, you know, just because they don't quite know how to balance their food. And one of the things that happens to many vegans is that they don't have enough protein, literally. And when we don't have enough or we have too much, we get sugar cravings. So how do you how do you get over that hurdle for yourself personally? I don't. I <laughs> There's honesty. A There's terrible honesty. Sweet tooth. Yeah. yeah, I have to admit. However, I do eat a very diverse, well-rounded diet. And you're absolutely right. It is easy to be a fat, unhealthy vegan mm -hmm. or vegan, French fries are vegan. Yep. Yeah, potato chips are vegan. Oreos are vegan. Yep. Right. Ben and Jerry's cake just came out with a vegan ice cream that is to die for. It's still full of sugar of and course. calories. Of course. So um, 
it's not a ticket to health and longevity if you don't eat properly. So that's my sugar is my vice. I try to limit for it for many to, of us. <laughs> yes, I try to limit it to a small dish of ice cream at night, mm-hmm. and I have a couple squares of dark chocolate in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I, it's very important to eat a, a diverse and well-rounded diet. Yeah. All you, there's so many delicious options out there. Make your plate full of color right. and texture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know something that I want to say too is, um, and I have a, a recent client who is going vegan and. Um, she's she's all interested in becoming vegan for moral, ethical, and health reasons. And I agree with her on all of those fronts. Um, but I said to her, you, you need to be open to it. You know, so th- it's a matter of some people do really well being a vegan for forever, you know. and there's Emotionally, even, physically, right. showing up in the world. Yeah, right. There's even some bodybuilders who are vegan, famous bodybuilders who are mm-hmm. vegan, sure. who have these big muscles. And it's perfectly fine for them. They're, they're thriving. But I think you have to be open, especially when you're going into it, to realize that not everybody should be vegan, mm-hmm. biologically at least, you know, morally, ethically. Yes, you can, even if your body's not meant to be, but you have to work that much harder at it. Mm-hmm. So um, I just wanted to address that and see if you had any comments about that too. And how, I mean, I don't know, I often go by blood type with that too, because I believe that's a big part of it. But I don't know when you decided to shift to being a vegan at first, what was that like? And did you notice some differences in your body? I know you said you felt clean, but I'm wondering right, right when you started shifting, was there some things back and forth that you weren't, you know, was it all good? Was it, or was there some things that weren't so great? Health wise, I didn't have any side, any bad side effects. Giving up cheese, that's a whole other yeah. mental problem. <laughs> right, I had not to physical, right. Yes, yes. But physically, I I did not have any problems. Um, but I I believe what you're saying. I think our bodies tell us what we need. Right. So I definitely can't argue with that. And maybe everyone shouldn't be vegan. That's, right. that's for sure. So so what was it that actually got you tiptoeing back and I and I just have to read one of the titles of, of one of these um, seduced by oh so when you were seduced by seafood what what was it like when you start you know putting your toe in the water what was it that made you wanna was it a craving or was it just some beautiful dish was it someone teasing you with it what what was it it started out as a craving actually I had just done a very long bike ride with my sister. It was, I think, about 60 miles, and half of it was in the pouring rain. It was cold. (laughs) We were miserable, and when we got back to the hotel, I was famished, and I just felt like there was no plant that was going to satisfy my hunger at that time, Mm. and so I had salmon that night. That was the first time? That was was the first time. How many years? Yeah, a few years. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it was very satisfying. It, it was. That <laughs> tasted so good. Yeah. So did yes. you conf- call Amy and confess? Well, it's funny because Amy had been doing the same thing. <laughs> so without you knowing. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's we funny. had a mutual confession. That's right. And so that was, that was kind of funny that we, that we were totally on the same page. Yeah. Thank goodness. That, that yes. made things easier. Yes. Yes, it did. But again, once I started 
telling people about, they were excited because, and this excited us because as I'm sure you agree, we just want people to be healthy, right? Yeah. And with health comes more joy and more energy and so many things. And so many people are frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I talk to people going vegan and how great it was, and it was such an adventure, it's not what you think they would get pumped up and then quickly lose enthusiasm. It just felt too daunting. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But the vegan thing feels much more approachable to people. So yeah. uh, we're getting a much better response with this approach people are actually saying oh i can do that right that i can do right it makes life easier when you're going out when you're at a friend's house um it just and all those tips are in this book so it's not just recipes it's not just research but it's really like you've brought it you've brought some really practical day-to-day approaches some great lists some great menu ideas into the book for people to really be able to dive in and make the transition in a Less, less crazy way. Perhaps. Well, I like it how you can approach it at either end. It's either you're not vegan at all and you want to get healthier and go vegan but don't want to go all the way, mm-hmm. or you are vegan and you want to kind of get itch out of it and you're getting a little bit more protein in through, through seafood. Right. And omegas, or, yeah. Yes, or you want to go vegan but you're not quite ready yet, so it's a bridge yes. to going mm-hmm. vegan. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. So you start eliminating other you start eliminating the meats and the dairy and all that, and you're just left with fish and vegan, and eventually you'll you'll be full-fledged vegan. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I want to go back to the idea of fats because that's something people were staying away from for so long, and then it became, now it's becoming a better, uh, people are talking about fats as something healthy, especially because it started with the omega-3s. And when I started getting into understanding omega-3s, I came across what you were saying before about the um, the ALA, which is the flaxseed mm-hmm. um, fats, mm-hmm. and how, yes, you can have a vegan diet and get omega-3s, but our bodies don't quite absorb it as well. Mm-hmm. And how the, the fish oils, it's like our bodies adapt to it much easier and absorb it, and it becomes just an easier form of getting those fats in yeah and on that cellular level those fats help get all those macro and micronutrients that you get from all of those vegetables those beautiful Mm -hmm. you know rainbow Mm -hmm. vegetables so without the fat you're not even absorbing everything else Mm -hmm. that's beautiful on your plate as well because a lot of vitamins are fat soluble yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's so many good on so many levels that way Mm -hmm. getting getting it in and some of those fish that we were talking about, the little ones, are really high in omega threes. Yes, the they are. The mackerels yes. and all that. So yes, yeah. And you know, you don't see them on menus very no. much at all. Not American menus. Not American. No, you're right. You're right. Somebody just said they had gone to Italy and that the, they were served an amazing sardine dish. Yes. So I'm going in September and I'm. Oh, good. I'm going to try the sardines. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. of course, anchovies on pizza. That's as, that's probably as far as pe- Americans yes. get with <laughs> the anchovy. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's funny to me. I've come across that a few times. People who love anchovies, but they won't buy fish or eat fish on their own, but they love anchovy pizza. And I'm like, see that? You're craving it. You want it. It's, and talk about fishy. Yes, I don't like anchovies. Very it's fishy. Too fishy. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if I might just add one thing, yeah. people are confused about the difference between a pescatarian diet oh, yeah. and a vegan diet. Yeah. And as people may or may not know, because there was confusion between vegetarian and vegan. Vegetarians eat dairy and sometimes eggs, mm-hmm. and vegans don't eat 
any dairy or eggs. And the same with a, a pescatarian. It's all the things in a vegetarian diet, including dairy and eggs, perhaps, and fish. Right. Again, vegan, no dairy, no eggs. Right. Gotcha. Right. I'm Thank you. you. I'm glad you thought of that. Yeah, that's, absolutely. You know, we get that question Good clarification a lot. Yeah. for the listeners. Well, there's so many terms out there. People are, are confused by, you know, all the different diets and all the different, you know, what does they all mean? And, and in a way, it's sort of like, don't worry about, don't worry about the labels. <laughs> worry about what's on your plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, we were asked some questions about, you know, comparing vegan to pescatarian, reducitarian, climatarian. Right. I didn't even know what some of these things were. I had to look them up. So <laughs> I've not lot. heard of climatarian right. before. And if you're, if you don't fall under one particular title, you know, like I don't fall, but I fall under all of them. So one day I might be a vegan and the next day I can be a pescatarian. Mm-hmm. And one day, so, there, you know, every day is a different day for, yeah. for me yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Do you have one or two favorite recipes that you want to talk about? Because I know I have a couple that I <laughs> that I can't wait to dive into, but do you have something that you... I love? Wendy's power crackers. <laughs> I did. I got yes, into the one. Wendy contributed. I'm so excited. Contributed yeah. her power crackers. Yay. They're fabulous. <laughs> They're yummy. I'm allergic to shrimp. Okay, so I can't consume shrimp bisque, but you can make it with crab or lobster, and that is absolutely divine. Mm. Okay, there are a lot of um really rich recipes in here, but made with cashew cream yeah. instead of... She ah, uses a lot of that. Yes. It's very dreamy and luxurious. Yes. And yeah, people think you can't get yummy. bisque or you can't get oh, creamy with yeah. being vegan, but mm-hmm. not true. I love too that she's created some really simple recipes and make ahead um, like either broth or creamy or chunky sauces that you can help flavor the fish Mm -hmm. so there's some really good simple recipes Mm -hmm. in there yes she created the 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 recipes for someone like me (laughs) that being someone who really doesn't cook well and i'm not an experimenter if i want to make something i follow the recipe to the tape Mm. i I can't open my refrigerator and just start throwing things in a pot yeah you and a lot of other people yeah i don't have that creativity. Yeah, we come across that too with a lot of the people who are interested in in our uh, cookbook too. And that's all all they want. They Mm -hmm. like to make it easy and delicious. Yes. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Black cod curry. That looks amazing. Yeah, I think that's going to be my dinner tonight. (laughs) I I was browsing it before coming here. That's, yeah, curry tonight. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a question I hope you can answer too, is where, where can people get fish around here that they can trust to be good? That's on one the of the East Coast. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the biggest questions I get from clients. And mm-hmm. you know, I have I have some stock answers, but I probably need to do more research because I'm sure since I've come up with that stock answer, there may be more places now. So Yeah, we we make a, a pretty big deal about getting to know your local fishmonger. Um, and that person should be a, a your best resource for, for the fish. And that, that fishmonger could be in your shop right or your stop and shop or your Whole Foods. It doesn't have to be a specialized seafood store. Mm. So many grocery stores are supplying really good seafood. But true. But you have to be careful. We give a lot of tips for, you know, going in to the seafood section of your of your store and understanding just, what you're looking at. Right. Yeah. And making what sure questions ask. the fish look fresh and the eyeballs look glossy and the scales aren't dry. Mm-hmm. 
let your fishmonger allow you to uh, press press the flesh, as we say, to feel the fish because you want it to have a certain texture, things like that. Frozen seafood is another great option. And for people who don't live close to the ocean like we do, again, you want to look for wild-caught, sustainable seafood, but there's, there's plenty of that around. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about canned? Canned is also very good, and canned is convenient. However, you want to look for the right labels. Tuna fish should be whole caught. BPA is a whole other situation. (laughs) We'll have to have a podcast on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And so pouched seafood Mm -hmm. is available. And it's great. And jarred. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So those are all good options to have around, but unfortunately shopping has become very difficult mm-hmm. in some respects. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, if you're, you're really out there to, for your health, yes. shopping is not just a simple thing anymore. It's right. just one of those right. lifestyle shifts that you make. It is. And we're very big on reading labels as I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, we have a whole section on how to read labels, but they're changing the labels and right. within right. the next year. Or so. Right. right. <laughs> well, knowledge is power. Yes. And you know, it's really just understanding what we're putting in our bodies. So we highly recommend the book Segan Eating by um, Lisa McComsey and Amy Kramer, the lure of a healthy, sustainable seafood and vegan diet. Plus vegan diet. So we know you have some book launch events coming up. Tell us about that. Yeah, if you're in the Toms River Ocean County area, I'm having an event at the Virginia Pearl Art Gallery on July 29th from 6 to 9 p.m. That's a Friday evening. And it's a book signing slash seafood themed art show. And my my dad, who's a former dentist yes. in town, did yes. all of the fish illustrations for our book. Oh, cool. So he will be available as well for book signing, and some of his paintings will be displayed, and it's going to be really fun. We'll have some samples available, too. How was that for you, working with your dad on this book? It was great. It was really fun to collaborate with my dad. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And just... Uh, to lure you in just a little bit, I had to read the first couple of uh, chapter titles. I love them. Why We Cheated on Plants, What the Fluke Do Segans Eat, and uh, Segans Staple Shopping List. You've got so many great things in here. Um, thank you so much for being with us. Thank and you. And participating and putting your knowledge out there and helping us all feel, look, and perform better. Yeah. And we have uh, more tips and more recipes on our website, seganeating.com. Seganeating.com, so S-E-A-G-A-N, eating.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy Bright-Ballon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well.